Hello everybody, it's me Ross and welcome back to another edition of the Trapner Girls Talk podcast on Kings of Anglia. This week I'm joined as ever by my co-host and town woman skipper Blue Wilson. And Blue, unfortunately we're going to be talking about another disappointing afternoon at the Gold Star. But before we get into that, how are you? Once again I saw you doing kicky uppies on the Gold Star grounds. Um, Watch out because that pitch is not great is it? So um, don't go too mad but how are you my friend? Yeah, really good. Thank you, Ross. Um, obviously, the weekend wasn't wasn't ideal football-wise for Ipswich men and women, to be fair. Um, so, yeah, not ideal situation, but rehab was going well, steady progress. Um, I probably shouldn't be doing keepy-uppies, but we'll keep that one quiet. So everyone listening could keep that quiet too. Um, but, yeah, no, all good other than that. How about you? Yeah, all good. Yeah, both um, the men and women's team, unfortunately, drew 1-1. But it is what it is. Um, but all good. Buzzing again to have another podcast to record. And um, we are joined by a birthday girl and, well, another big fan of Itchwich Town Football Club, EK Eloise King. But I'll let you introduce her a bit more. Bring her up to Steve. Yeah, so our next guest is going to make her, well, hopefully make her appearance on Sunday. Uh, 50th appearance for the club. Big deal. Um, especially as it's a childhood club, but I'll let her say more about that. But how are you, Ikane? Happy birthday. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, I'm fine, thanks, obviously. Still getting over the weekend, but it's my birthday time, you know, I've got to give a little bit of a smile. Yeah. So is it is it now time to grow up or is that are you still um, Yeah, probably. Now I'm at my teens. I think my parents did say that, but I just go with a fly. So I, yeah. Yeah, we're still in the green room, which is what we call it. Um, you, you never really grow up. You always got a kid inside you. You always just, you know, you got to enjoy the the funny side of life. You can't be too serious all the time. But um, yeah, when you get to twenty, um, and yeah, get your twenties, it's sort of like, yeah, can't time to be serious, but also still got to be a kid inside. But EK, appreciate your time on your birthday. I know. You, you wouldn't want to do anything else, would you? You wouldn't want to do anything else. You want to do a podcast with us? That's the thing, you know. As soon as Blue texts me, I was like, "It's my birthday. Why not? I might as well join the goats." So here I am. Oh, appreciate those kind words. Um, you're a goat as well. Um, we are going to talk about there. Let's let's not beat around the bush. Let's get right into it. Let's talk about the draw. Another disappointing afternoon at the Gold Star Ground. Back to back weeks. Um, one one blue. Just overall thoughts on the first half. One nil down. A shock lead by Chester and Selzy. A good strike. Fair play to them. A good strike. Um, what are your feelings like going into that first half? Um, I think probably my honest. Half-time thoughts were, yeah, I, I mean, it wasn't a good half. I think we all agree on that. Um, to go one nil down is fair enough. Fleet goals happen. Um, but I didn't really see much sort of urgency from the team um, to get back in it. All in all, quite poor in possession. Um, one of those days where you sort of, you're watching and had the pest get next to me. We both looked at each other like, what's what's going on? What what actually is going on? We we look like we need to be woken up. Um, a lot of wayward passes. Um, yeah, all in all, quite disappointing, to be honest with you, Ross. I don't want to be too negative. Um, but I think that's the reality of it. And I'm sure you probably agreed watching it. Um, and EK probably agreed playing in it. Um, I think the reality is that it wasn't good enough. Um, and we needed to bounce back from last week and sadly didn't. Um, but I'm sure we'll hope to do that this week and finish the season strong. Um, I think that's got to be the main goal, as I said last week. But yeah, a blip for sure. 
and I hope it is just a blip and it's not more of a deep-rooted issue. Indeed, and EK, you're on the pitch. Um, that first half was a, a frustrating watch, just in my eyes, through the camera lens. But on the pitch, how are you feeling? And yeah, I'm sure, like everybody else, were just shocked when they took the surprise lead. Yeah, it's a difficult one, obviously, coming from the back of the Southampton game as well. Um, can be quite difficult. Obviously, on the pitch, we normally have a bit of a spark about us, but I felt like we didn't really have that. Um, so, yeah, it was quite tough. It was a bit quiet as well on the pitch. It was almost like, not that we didn't know, you know, what to do, but it was almost like it was just a bit flat. I um, don't know whether the fans felt that as well, because they probably weren't as loud as what they normally were. So it was almost like an all-round kind of flat kind of atmosphere game kind of thing. So disappointing, but like Lou said, hopefully it's just a blip, which I'm sure it is, because obviously we know we've got a lot of talented players within the group. So, yeah, we'll go again and hopefully get the win on the weekend. Indeed. And Blue, for the first half, you know, we created chances. Um, of course, just so they, they sort of sat back and now they're happy to do that. Of course, they took the surprise league. And as as EK said, it did silence us and maybe even silence the crowd. Shocked us a little bit. Um, but EK, you had a shot which was saved. Um, There's a few other moments in the game where we could have took the lead. and But it just, it just didn't happen for us in the first half. No, me and Pesk actually said to each other, we, we said, oh, this goal actually might be good for us because it'll kick us into gear and it'll make us sort of go, because we're 1-0 down, we've got to fight a bit harder and give us a, that little bit of incentive. Um, but that wasn't the case. Um, but often you see that when you go one down and then teams often go up, especially when we were clear favourites to win the game. Um, I mean, I've seen on Twitter that they were missing quite a few key players and stuff like that um, so it's probably a case of a team who us in terms of lost against Southampton have taken quite a big blow in terms of title race versus them who are fighting for their lives massively underdogs um, and have lost some players so it's, a, it's an interesting dynamic um, but all in all we have to win games like that um, going into next season we're going to have to win games like that for our next campaign. So, yeah, a learning curve for sure. I think a lot of learn learnings were taken from it and reflections. Um, but, yeah, one to kind of forget about in terms of how, how the ball was played, I think, anyway. And, um, EK, what was the mood like going into the dressing room? You don't need to say what was said and stuff, but I'm sure a lot of disappointing faces and just like, what is going on? We just, there was, as you said, there was no spark. And then I'm sure there was a half time team talk by Joe and Charlie and everybody else saying what was going wrong. And I felt it was a bit different going into the second half. Of course, we got the goal, but what was sort of the mood like going into that second half? Um, it was quite, you know, trying to you know, get the goal that we obviously needed. Um, we weren't too deflated because obviously I think when you're going at half-time, if you're too deflated, that can almost, you know, pour into the pitch in the second half. So we tried to keep it quite positive. Like I said to the goals as well, you know, Southampton scored, what, two goals in about five minutes. So that's all it takes. You know, we had a, a big 45. So I wasn't concerned and I don't think the goals were. Um, obviously, we wanted to play better and we want to play well. But obviously, the main thing was to, you know, get three points. Um, so yeah, it was just to go out, um, obviously play better, but hopefully get the goals. And obviously we did get a goal, but been better for, obviously we've got more than one. And, and Blue, I just feel like we just don't have luck on our side sometimes, because sometimes I just want us to score a goal, it hits someone's 
butt basically or just stare out, you know, and it, just any part of their body just to go in. But unfortunately, it doesn't happen. Of course, Lucio Brian getting the header goal. And we had a lot of set pieces. Unfortunately, we just didn't deliver on them ones. Um, I think Paige Peak had a header went, went over. I think Lucy, even when she yeah. came on, she had a chance as well. It's just, I feel like luck is not on our side at the moment in terms of just scoring goals. Yeah, I think you're probably right. Um, when I think back to the game, there was quite a few headers that were, that were missed. Um, difficult to score, but I think probably Lucy O'Brien's goal is one of the strangest goals I've ever seen. It was almost like there was a glitch. Like there was just a glitch, and like you're playing FIFA, and there's some sort of glitch, and it's gone in, and no one really knows how it's happened, and you're screaming at the keeper. Like it's, it's one of those. Um, but yeah, I, I think you probably look back at for the past few, actually since Christmas and luck, we haven't really had that that little sliver of luck. Um, but you create your own luck, don't you? Um, so yeah, I think maybe a few few more headed practices, maybe. Um, EK, I know you love a header. Love a header, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, negative situation, but we have to turn it into learnings and reflections, and that was that was Joe's key message after the game. Yeah, and I felt there was a lot of plenty of crosses in the box, but unfortunately, I think at the time no one was timing their runs right, and it was just yeah. it was just disappointing when there's plenty of chances created, but we just didn't capitalize on but it. I think crossing was actually very poor um, Sunday, probably one of the worst sort of crossing performances I've seen in a yeah for for us anyway. Um, I don't know why that was. I don't know whether we were just having an off day. I know Felix Do pitch doesn't help. Um, but I don't know what it felt like on the pitch. Okay, were you getting frustrated at crosses? Yeah, I was because obviously when I play deeper, I can't you know go forward as much. So like I can't help you know create for the team. And I think when I'm seeing these crosses coming into the box and like they're you know going over the goal or going off for a goal kick, it's kind of annoying because especially in games where we're not creating that much, it can only take you know one or two opportunities for us to get a goal. So. Um, and especially the amount of crosses we had as well. You know, if we only had one or two, you can probably get away with it, but we had quite a few, so you'd expect us. Um, and as well, we've got Tash in there as well, who is a great header of the ball. So if you're putting crosses into the box, you know she'll get on the end of them. So I think that's that was quite annoying for us. And um, it was a frustrating afternoon for her because she was making a 150 appearance for the club. A stat, 114 goals, 150 games. That is just unreal. From, from her and you know to have that goal ratio is fantastic even with UEK 49 games so far 20 goals decent goal ratio I'm, I'm sure you're proud of that one I didn't even know to be honest well yeah I'll take it as a midfielder um yeah decent and obviously Tash as well you know she's a massive goal threat for us so been really important for us um so yeah hopefully keep getting more goals and we'll see where we get to Indeed, yeah, Blue, it was a bit disappointing for her to play. That was a massive milestone in her career, but unfortunately not the game. I'm sure she was hoping to get a goal, but just didn't come for her. Yeah, it just wasn't, it didn't really fall for her, I don't think. Um, I think probably the way we played, it didn't didn't reach her much. Um, she had a bit of hold-up play, but it wasn't a game where she was involved a lot. Uh, we were probably relying on those crosses being decent into the into the box uh, for her to get involved because that's all it takes two good crosses and Tasha scored two and suddenly 150th appearance and she's scored two so it's it's crazy how football works and I think probably your reflections after the past two weeks for me um, it's like how much football is a love-hate game because it's like you've gone from absolutely loving the game 
to now just oh I can't bear it and but that will switch and I think it's probably the reason why fans and people playing it love it so much because it, it does provide that um but yeah it's been an interesting few weeks um yeah we'll, we'll be back we'll be back yeah, football is ups and downs and everything in between. There's always anything can happen. And um, EK, when the full-time whistle hit, you know, you fell to the floor. A lot of other players fell to the floor. A lot of disappointed faces. I always feel bad when I come up and try to get the pictures of everyone. I feel like, should, should really leave these people alone? They're, you know, they're just getting over this this disappointing result. But you've got to capture the emotion. But how are you at full-time, EK? And just every, all the emotions going for everybody. Yeah, it was. I mean, I was quite tired after the game. Um because games like that can kind of deflate you, you know, um, when you're trying so hard to get a goal, um, like I said, it can be so tiring. And obviously it was kind of like, you know, our, our title challenging run has almost come to an end. So like I said, it can be di- really disappointing. Um, and yeah, just all round, not very happy. Obviously all the goals at the end, you could see, even in their faces, they just look completely deflated. Um, and obviously the fans as well. Um, you know, it can be hard because obviously you want to keep upbeat because we've still got a lot of games to go and you don't want to almost look like to the fans, oh, we're giving up because we're totally not at all. But obviously, I think obviously emotions are high after the game, straight after the game. So, like I said, it can be difficult. But, but yeah, just got to go again. Indeed. And, and Blue, there was um, a long huddle after the game. Joe and all the other staff talking to the players. I'm sure the players got involved. Um Say what you can, but um, what was the feeling like going into just that conversation? Um, I think the the key message from from the conversation was look, we need to reflect. We need to reflect on today, um, but also the whole season. Um, it was kind of like look, just drawn against Chichester. We needed to win our last four games to even be in a tiny chance of still having a fight for the title. Um, that hasn't happened. Um, so it was kind of like accept what has happened um, and now look to the reasons why it happened and perhaps could we have done more um, just being critical of of ourselves and what could have been done better what could have been done differently um, doing that individually and as, as a group as well um, ultimately to take into next season because you know we're not done here um, tier three, we will go again, um, and the aim will be to get promoted next season. Um, so we've got to learn as much as we can now after this sort of heartbreak and failure in in some terms, um, and take it into next season so that we can build as strong as possible uh, to to hopefully have a successful campaign next year. Um, so that was the main messages. Obviously, emotions are high, and those discussions and. Um, but yeah, all good stuff, all good learning, um, and lots to think about. Lots to think about. I think for everyone, I think if all players walked away and thought about what what they had contributed, but also what could they have done more. Um, so yeah, that, they were the key messages to be brief about it. I think indeed. And EK, you know, it's just a big learning curve for the whole squad. You know, we've got a great team spirit, and you know, we're used to winning games week in, week out. And you know, unfortunately. Well, since the Oxford defeat, it's been a bit of an up and down sort of ride. I know we had the amazing cut run, but just as a as a, a team collective, it has been a, a disappointing last few weeks, months. Um, what do you take away from this, you know, 
I hate to say it, a bit of a blip, but that's our first mm. ever blip in our in our club room. Really. Yeah. I think as bad as it is, it can also be low-key a bit of a good thing because obviously we know we're used to winning and winning quite comfortably and a lot. So to potentially draw a few games and you know lose a few games, it, it can be a great learning curve for us because we know if we want to make it to the top, we are gonna have times that are gonna be, you know, challenging. It's not going to be straightforward in anything either. You know, when you want to make it to the top, it's not just going to be straightforward. So, um, like I said, it's a good learning curve for us. Um, you know, it can only make us stronger. Um, so, yeah, it, it could have been quite important for us um, going into next season, especially because we know, obviously, like we said, this season, we probably thought we'd done enough. But now we've realised maybe we haven't. So next season, we'll know for sure that we need to do more. Um in all aspects of the game, um, everyone involved. So, like I said, can be a great learning curve for us. Indeed. And, um, of course, we've still got some big games to finish the season off. Um, as we said, finish the season off strong. Um, we'll get on to the London Bees preview in a second. But let's go and talk about some silly stuff. Let's get um, into a quiz. Blue is going to be the quiz master this week. It's me versus EK. Let's see how we get on. I beat Eva last time I played. So, uh, let's see if I can make it to that too. Yeah, well, we're doing really well at the minute, EK. I have to say, um, yeah. guests are struggling, so maybe you're the one to change that. <laughs> Don't hold your hopes up. Yeah. I'm not going to be. I'm not going to be easy on you because it's your birthday. I'm going to be, you know. No, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's okay, so we'll kick off. We'll kick off with the first one. Um, okay, so we last played London Bees at home uh, before Christmas. It was in the like some FA. WNL Cup or something like that. Uh, we won one nil. Who scored the only goal that day at Felixstowe? Cup I game. Know. London Bees at home. Ross is confident. I'm you confident. know it. Yeah, sadly. Okay, I'll give you some options. Okay. Um, was it Peskit, Anna, Biggs? Or Barrett. I know the picture. It's in my mind. Like, EK, you're celebrating with the player. Um, uh, so there's a nice okay, little clue for you there. One, I've got one in my head. I'll let okay, you go first. Because I'm confident need. with mine. Okay, I'm going to go Barrett. Yeah, it's okay. Barrett. It is Barrett. Well done. Yeah. yeah. Let me just have that to my family. Ross, EK. One all. Okay. Strong start. It's a strong start. Okay, the next question. How often does EK average a goal against Norwich? Oh. <laughs> so I've, I've collated some stats, um, and these are the options. So a goal every 70 minutes, a goal every 79 minutes, a goal every 85 minutes, or a goal every 89 minutes. It's not well, done some good done some good research, Blue. Done some really yeah, good research here. Yeah, yeah that was, that's good. Wow. Mm. Can you repeat the um options again, sorry? So a goal every 70 minutes, a goal every 79 minutes, a goal every 85 minutes, or a goal every 89 minutes. Right, I know what I'm going for, but no. I'll go first this time, man, because you, you went last time. I'll go, 
I'll go 79. Is that going to go? Is that where you're going to go? Yeah, that's me. Over. What's the other one's blue? 70, 79, 85, 89. I'll go 85. The correct answer is you, one of you got it right. Um, 79 minutes, Ross. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I just like I, I felt it, it has to be that I'm sorry you know I know you just, scored the hat yeah. and stuff yeah it's like can't be 85 minutes because that's like yeah you just scored in every game but um yeah I took that one I nicked that one so I went first but, uh, you could have gone 79 as well I've, I've been happy if you went that way as well but you wanted to be different so fair play yeah fair it's play. not bad stats that you just love yeah. to play against Norwich what was your favourite yeah. Norwich what was your favourite game against Norwich um, like, what's a favourite memory? Two. One of them I didn't even score in, I don't think. I think it was the one, um, the very first one at night at home, yeah. just because the atmosphere was a joke. Probably the best atmosphere I've ever witnessed. Um, yeah, it was ridiculous. It was like we were in like the Champions League final. Like, it was a <laughs> like drums were going, do you know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure Kev said he was going to bring a flare at one point. <laughs> And I think the other one was obviously the one where we won 10-0. Um, another lovely night game under the lights. Yeah. What a day. I've got, I've, got a funny, I've got a funny story about that game because I, I missed the first 20 minutes because I was yeah. stuck in traffic. So I missed the first two, maybe three goals. And I turned out and went, oh dear. Yeah. <laughs> I missed the first three goals. Yeah, I still I still got the hat trick picture. So, yeah, you know, yeah so, iconic. That's a nice picture. Good picture. Good picture. But there we go. Two one. Two one. Okay, so on to the next one. Um, okay, so when we played London Bees away, um, I don't know if you remember. All I remember from that game is um, Kyra's little sister doing cartwheels on the hill <laughs> um, during the game. Yeah. <laughs> That's my memory of that game. It was a horrible. <laughs> yeah, it was a horrible pitch. There was some like metal in it before. before <laughs> Someone had to try and dig the metal out and stuff like that. So yeah, it was all going on. And the weather as well. The weather yeah. out of nowhere. Yeah. Just before, just before half time, it just just a massive storm. I was like, where has this come from? Yeah. But then, it, then the sun was back out, so all good. Um, but okay, yeah. So it was Brazero's first appearance for the club, um, and she scored. Who assisted that goal? Oh dear me! This is this is memory, right? This is some serious memory. Um, so was it Kyra, Laugh, Ek, or Anna? Oh, I'm trying to think two. of the goal. I've got two. Oh god, could be in trouble, but um... I'll let you go first. Hmm. Well, it's an obvious person you go for because she's got a lot of assists this season, but then doesn't guarantee mean she would have got the assist for the goal. I'm trying to think how it came about. I just uh, so long ago. It's like September, wasn't it? I remember it. I, I do remember yeah. it. I do did you assist it. it? Did you? You scored in this game as well. So did you get yeah. an assist and a goal? Oh yeah. Like... <laughs> Dead air time. 
Yeah. Okay, let's have the answers then. Um, I'm gonna go Anna. Anna. Mm, I was going, I was thinking of that as well. I'm trying to think. I'm gonna go. I'm going to go Laffy because she's got a 10 assists, so I'm sure she's probably got an assist in this game. So, yeah, Laffy. It was actually EK. Oh, no! Oh, you Why wouldn't you back yourself there? Oh, goal and assist in the same game. That's what I was thinking. I can't remember having a goal and an assist in the same game, but here we are. <laughs> I didn't want to oh. say myself. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to say myself and then it weren't me because she's a bit embarrassing. Isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, I should have backed you as well. Yeah, oh, well. you should have. Your fault. So, my fault. There we go. <laughs> um, so, my last question was actually t- has actually been taken by um, Ross. It was how many goals did Tash scored in her career? Um, no. So, that has been taken. Um, so, I've got one last question. This does take up my tiebreaker, so no tiebreaker. But this is the last question. Um, so, on Twitter, how many followers have ITFC women got? Right, exactly. Because I think now, because we've got like we're over ten thousand, only says like ten thousand point whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it is it is it'll be like fifteen point seven or something like okay. that. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Hmm. Obviously, we have had a recent influx of Mexican followers. Yeah. Yes. Since you can go so... first this time, Ross. Okay. <laughs> I think I know though because I think I recently looked at this. Like oh, I just clicked no. on. Oh, no. So. Far away. Okay, how about this, Ross? How about this? <laughs> You're currently two one up. Okay. If Ek gets it bang on. She wins. She wins. But but what if I get a bang on? Well then you win. I'm not gonna lie, I literally don't have a clue, but you know. Okay. Well, go I'll let you go. You go first then. I need to actually check this. <laughs> yeah, it may have gone up since you last checked. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm gonna go. I'll go thirteen and a half. Thirteen and a half. Okay. Ross, that's, that's wrong. <laughs> I think we'll be pretty happy with that. I think Kira will be pre- like when he's listening Kira, to it, it's like yeah. happy with that, 30 and a half. Happy to get that by the end of the season. Um I know we're on, I think it's eleven something. I know it's eleven. I know we recently hit eleven thousand. So I think like eleven point six, maybe eleven point six, eleven point five. Eleven point six, I'll go with that. Correct answer is eleven point seven. But oh. not bad effort. Oh we must have got like 20 new followers recently and it's gone up. Yeah. You've got the whole Mexican group. I thought, you know, they'd ramp, ramp it up, but... Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that's because we only had like 10,000 before Savannah signed and then when yeah. she signed, we've got like, another 1,000 or so. Mexican, Mexican love football and Brazilians. Yeah. And yeah, they're just, they're mad. But um, we, we love having them, you know. I'm sure yeah. we've got a few Mexican listeners right now. Hello. <laughs> what's, what's, what's the Mexican hello? What, what is it? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not great with languages, Ross. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I'm sure it's a dangerous territory. Yeah, okay, we'll move on. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, yes, but oh. Blue, good quiz. Good uh, quiz. Shorter short, short than usual, but um, Ross, you are the winner once again. EK, I'm sorry. 
It's all right. I'll, I'll take it. I'll take the L. Winning's not for everyone. Um, no, it's not. No, no. I think uh, <laughs> the fruit, the future reference is to back yourself. Don't care what other people say. Just back yourself. Yeah, yeah, I got sure. If you hear your name, you go for it. Yeah. 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 Should have. That's okay. Because um, now we are going to back yourself and we are going to boost your ego a bit more because we are going to do question time with you, EK. Um, let's talk about the start of life of EK. Um, of course, not when you're born. We big up your parents. Um, they are unbelievable supporters. They they come home and away. They're amazing. Um, but so how did you first get into football? And of course, you're a big town fan as well. I'm sure you had a few other town memories as well before playing. Yeah. Um, well, I got into football really because of my dad. Um, and a lot of my cousins were boys that were older than me. So I almost had to kind of play football whenever like we had family gatherings or anything like that. Um, and obviously my dad is obviously a massive Ipswich fan and my whole family are really. So I think I went, when's my first game? Probably when I was about five or six. So yeah, a while ago now, God, but um, yeah. And then obviously I started at a grassroots team where I live. Um, my dad was the coach, um, which can be a good thing, but can also be a bad thing, you know. Um, but no, he he was brilliant for me. Um, and then I think I got scouted um, by Colchester when I was about nine, I think it was, um, and was there till I was about 15 or 16. Um, and then it changed to Essex RTC. Um, and then obviously I knew Joe um, and he was taking up the role at Ipswich. Um, and then obviously I joined at 16. And then, yeah, I'm still here now. Um was primarily obviously with the under 21s and then joined into the first team about 16, 17, I think it was, something like that. Um, and then, yeah, still here. And I'm sure you've had this question a lot to you by other podcasts, you know, Kieran and stuff like that, but that must have been a proud moment to wear the Itchridge Town tracksuit and wear the Itchridge Town shirt for the first time. I'm sure your, your dad loved that, your mum loved that as well. What was that like, you know, wearing that for the first time? Yeah, it was good. I think I almost kind of dreamed about, you know, putting on the Ipswich kit um, for the very first time. So obviously it was a proud moment for me, obviously my family as well. Um, and obviously still to this day, you know, when we're in the change room and I get to put on the shirt, I still still get that kind, kind of buzz feeling. So yeah, it, it is great. And yeah, King 10, your, your dad's got his own shirt as well. He, mm. he wears that proudly around the Goldstone, any other away trips and stuff like that. Um, Blue, I'm going to bring you in now, and it's the standard question I always bring. I know you always expect this, but what's your first memory of meeting EK for the first time and just her as a character and as a player? See, I can't actually remember. I don't know whether it was at... Were you at NPCs? Yeah. So it has to be NPCs. Um, so we spoke about this last week, about how scary they were and how <laughs> still probably got PTSD from them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, probably NPCs and then... I joined Essex, um, sort of younger year of 16, so I'd come and train, um, so probably then as well. But I just remember you being really small, um, <laughs> with good feet, that's what I remember. <laughs> but really nippy, like a nippy player. Um, obviously, you've grown a bit now, but... Just then, a bit. Just a bit. Um, but I've got a question for you, because I've sort of seen you play 10, I've seen you play sometimes on the wing. Um, you've played in a deeper role this season in the four. 
I know you've been bantering me about how I'm never getting it back. Um, <laughs> how, how have you found it and how is it different from 10? Do you prefer 10 still? Or... Um, I think in terms of like creating and scoring, obviously 10 is the obvious one in terms of being able to do that. Because um, obviously everyone loves scoring. Um, but I have actually really enjoyed for this season because I think it's obviously helped me grow as a player, obviously naturally, where, wherever you obviously have to... Um, playing different positions, um, you know, it boosts different aspects of your game. Um, but I'd say at four, I've been able to probably impact the game more, get on the ball more, um, you know, manipulate the game a bit more. Um, so I've quite enjoyed it. Um, and I think it's enabled me to be a bit more of a leader on the pitch as well, because the higher up you go, it can be quite difficult. Because obviously I'm to look back and obviously speak to the team, whereas where I'm more deeper, you know, I can speak to, you know, the centre-halves, other midfielders, you know, the wingers. So I've actually quite enjoyed it. And I managed to get a couple of goals in that position. So, yeah, quite happy with that. And um, I'm going to sort of bring you back to making your debut. Um, unfortunately, it was in a, a 6-0 defeat against Southampton in the Cup. I don't know if you remember much from that. I know that was a, yeah, it wasn't a good day. Um, I didn't go because I just said I couldn't be asked. Cup game, whatever. Um <laughs> I didn't fancy travelling. Uh, but I think there is also another reason why I didn't go. But um, what's your memories of that game? I know Joe changed a lot of the team for that one. Um, yeah. And it was a disappointing result, losing 6-0 away from home. But I'm sure that was a proud moment to make your debut, but not the game you probably wanted to be in. Yeah. Um, I think there's only really me and Laugh left. If I can, if I've got that right. Maybe someone else who played in that game who is still here. Um, and I remember... <laughs> At the time, we were like five nil down. I just looked at Laugh and was like, "What is going on? Like, what what have I done? Like, making my debut, we've lost six nil. Like, am I at the right place?" But no, I'm joking. Um, yeah, obviously, but I know things were going to change though. Um, obviously, we've got different players now, um, and it was a good experience as well. Because obviously, at the time, Southampton were clearly better than what we are. Um, so yeah, like I said, good experience. Um, first time kind of playing senior football. So, yeah. Yeah, I've got the team up now. And, um, yeah, it's just you, Laffy and Tash played in that game as well. I'm sure she tries to she tries to forget about that game as well. Um, but, but we'll move on to, you know, your first goals for the club. Um, was in the FA Cup, but, of course, was part of that amazing FA Cup run we did have and we played Man City in the end. What's your memories of scoring your first two goals against Royston Town? Um, I'm sure, you, once again, have a moment you're dreamed of to score for your, your, you know, your boyhood club. Sorry, childhood club. Almost like a boyhood club. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously a brilliant moment um, scoring for the club that you love. Um, yeah, like you said, in the FA Cup, something I'd obviously never played in before. So I remember that season, I was really looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, Royston Town, don't really remember a lot about them. Um, don't know what tier they're in. Um, but, you know, a goal's a goal, I'll take it. Um Goals a goal, so yeah, decent day out. Yeah, and of course, that was the beginning of the the cut run we did have, and um, you came off the bench the Man City game. Yeah, once again, that was a, a massive game for, for the club. Um, once again, we forget about the result, but just did the whole experience is amazing. I'm sure come off the bench playing against the likes of Kira Walsh and all the other you know fantastic players you had to play out against. What's your memories from that one? Um, I think obviously, I remember coming on. Um, and I obviously was up against Kieran Walsh at the time. Couldn't get near her, to be fair. Um, was doing doggies the whole game. 
Uh, it was a bit ridiculous, to be honest. I was just chasing her around the whole game, thinking, what am I doing? Um, but it's just levels, and it? Like, they were just a lot better than us. Um, physically stronger, quicker. So it was almost like, wow. Do you know what I mean? Because obviously when you watch it, it's nothing really like when you're playing in it. Never looks as quick, never looks as fast. Um, but I think, you know, it's a real eye, eye of none, not just for myself, but for everyone really. But like I said, another good experience for us playing against obviously professionals at the time. So yeah, it was, it was a good day by the result, but these things happen, I guess. And what makes it even more amazing was, of course, what happened in the week when we played Norwich. Um, just yeah. the 10 nil result, um, just a hat-trick for yourself um, against the old enemy. Uh I'm sure once again you dreamed to score against Norwich and to score a hat-trick on their patch as well. Uh, what an evening it was. Um, a good crowd once again. The, you know, we brought amazing way fans. I've already mm-hmm. mentioned it earlier. I, I missed the first 20 minutes or so. so I missed your goal. I think I missed Anna's goal. Um, but what a night for you. You made headlines and uh, a dream to score a hat-trick against them. Yeah, I think um, obviously we had a point to prove. Um, and at the time, I felt like I had one personally as well, obviously, because I didn't start um, in the City game, which obviously would be disappointing. So I thought, you know, next game I get, I might as well grab it by the horns, um, give it all I've got. So I felt obviously I did that against Norwich and to obviously lose 10-0 today and go and win 10-0 was, a, you know, a great response from us. Um, and it showed, you know, we might lose against, you know, teams in the top league, but we're not going to lose against the teams in our own league. So, yeah, it's a great response from us. And like you said, it was a great night um, all round, really. And um, it's been a bit up and down, of course, because of with COVID and, you know, our seasons have been stop-start. Um, but playing Tier 3 football this year, it's been nice that we've been able to play games week in, week out. How have you adapted to playing Tier 3 football? Um, you know, the one game that stands out, of course, is the you know the game against Keisha. I know we... We beat them in 11-2 or whatever it was, and you scored four goals in that game. But I'm sure that was just a, a nice moment for you to score more goals once again and just playing tier three football. Yeah. Um, like I said, you know, it's a good opportunity for us, obviously, to play in this tier, um, get more experience under our belt. Um, and obviously, like you said, the, the Kinsham game was a good opportunity for me to wrap my goals up somehow. Um, so, yeah, like I said, uh, yeah, that was that was a good day. Um Obviously, we've had some tests this year in terms of like Oxford, Southampton, Portsmouth, etc., which have been obviously great for us in terms of learning and and growing and building as a team, um, which potentially we might not have had in the lower league in Tier Four. So yeah, another another big year for us. And um, we're playing London Bees this weekend. Um, of course, you captained the side in that cup game. I'm sure that was a dream come true to captain the side. Um, what's your you know, your memories of the, the two games we played against London Bees as we played them this weekend? Um, yeah, I think obviously I remember the away game. Um, dodgy weather. Rosero scored, obviously. Like Blue said, I got the assist. Not that I can remember. Um, and then obviously I claimed the, the second goal, which whether or not it was mine, I'm not sure, but obviously I'll claim it. Um, and I can't really remember the home game, if I'm honest. Uh, we've had so many games this season. I struggle to remember them all, but... Yeah, I, can't, I literally can't remember the home game. And um, before I go over to Blue quickly, um, EK, just quickly, wearing the captain's armband, you've wore it twice this season. You know, you pl- you had it for the Kingsham game, but I'm sure that was another dream come true, wearing the armband against London Bees and the home game. Yeah, 
obviously when Joe said to me, obviously you're wearing the armband, it was, it was a great feeling for me, um, something that I've wanted to do. Um, not stepping on your toes, Blake. Uh, but no, it, it was a great opportunity. Obviously, it helps me grow as a player and, and as a person as well. Um, you have to obviously take in consideration all the players um, when you're on the pitch and when you're off the pitch. Um, and you have to kind of lead the team, uh, kind of set by example when you're on the pitch. So, yeah, it's a great opportunity for me. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. Indeed. We, and, uh... we actually had to buy a new armband. Um, a kid-sized armband. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I had to think Dan had to strap it on for me because it didn't fit. But obviously, I've been in the gym recently, so that's why. <laughs> Good new insight there. Um, and Blue, London Bees, they're, they're no mugs, really. They're, they're a team who can give you a game. Um, their last three results, um, unfortunately, all been defeats. But a 1-0 home defeat to Bridgewater, 2-1 home defeat to Southampton. Then it got, got beaten 4-0 at home to Pompey. But they're not a bad side. Eighth in the league at the moment. Um, we've only beaten them 1-0 with them 3-1. So they've been close encounters. What's your memories of London Bees? I think they're a tricky team because you didn't really know what to expect. Um, but as you mentioned, those results before, uh, they'll compete, definitely. I think it'll be a tough game on Sunday, um, especially considering our form. Um, they'll sense... Since blood, I think, fresh blood. So, um, yeah, I think it's going to be a really tough game, actually. Um, and it'll be, I'm interested to see how we bounce back um, and what we're sort of made of in terms of how we've got the resilience to, to come back um, and what sort of squad we're taking into next season, what, what sort of the player's made of. Um, so, yeah, I, I expect a tough battle. I think it'll be a tight game. Um, but, yeah, of course, I back us all the way, but I think it'll be a tough Tough challenge. And um, EK, finally, um, what are you wanting to see in the final few games from yourself and your teammates as we hopefully finish the season strong? Um, I think just a bit of passion, a bit of desire, you know, to fight to the end, and not just for ourselves, but obviously for the fans as well. Because um, I think in these sort of games, when potentially you're not going to win the league, um, that's all you can really ask for. Um, hard work, um, commitment on and off the pitch, um, you know, just so we don't fall behind. Because I think if you kind of fall behind towards the end of the season, what's that going to look like going into the start of next season? So hopefully we can build something now, the end of the season, which will set us up brilliantly for the beginning of next season. Indeed. And um, Blue, I'll let you outro as you always do. EK, have a good rest of your birthday. I know you've got to go to training now, but I'm sure you'll yeah. enjoy that with your teammates and... Um, yeah, enjoy the rest of your week. Blue, take it away. Thanks as ever, Ross, for joining me um, on the pod, as well as EK, even on your birthday. That is commitment. Um, so, yeah, I'll see you later at training. Thanks all for listening. Um, have a good week, and we'll be back after London Bees. From true crime to football, Brexit to Oakville, more great podcasts from Archon, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash
classroom option, head to audioboom.com slash channel slash archive.